The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. This morning, the ITV program has returned to the screens today in the wake of the Philip Schofield controversy. Alison Hammond and Dermot O'Leary present uh, from, uh, I think, mid morning. Uh, the first time it has aired since the ex presenter. Uh, Mr. Schofield admitted an affair with a younger male colleague, calling it unwise but not illegal, and announced that he was stepping down from ITV completely. So his presentation of uh, the Soap Awards uh, has also been dropped from his uh, future. I'm joined uh, in studio by uh, Terry Prone. Uh, good morning, Terry. Good morning, sir. And on the line, we're joined by Enda Brady. Uh, Enda is going to bring us the latest on this Philip uh, Schofield controversy. Enda, good morning. Uh, good morning, Pat. Yeah, great to speak to you. Hi, Terry. Now, tell tell me, Enda, what is the latest? We've had a, a, a new statement from Philip Schofield. Yeah, just a very brief statement in the past hour from Schofield. And he's basically saying that he no longer works on the show and that everything that has come out over the weekend is coming from people who have it in for me. That's what he's been saying. So a very short statement, but look, reputational damagement, uh, I think, has been immense over the weekend for Schofield. He, I don't think, will work in mainstream television again in the UK. ITV have cut him adrift, and it's a war of words now, really, but um, Schofield, I'm not sure who's advising him, but he has just put that statement out saying that there are a lot of people who have it in for him. And I think a lot of chickens are coming home to roost, really, Pat. That's my reading of it from, from years years. Um, his statement goes, I am free to say this since I no longer work for this morning. I hope you've noticed that it's the same handful of people with a grudge against me or the show who seem to have the loudest voice. This morning is the best show to work on with the best people. In all the years I worked there, there was no toxicity. You can listen to those persistently loud voices if you like, but the thousands of guests over the years, thousands of staff and crew, hundreds of presenters and contributors all know it is a family of wonderful, talented, kind, hard-working people. So, um, he's saying there are a few people, knives are out, he acted unwisely, if not, to quote from him, if not illegally, so he's gone. Yeah, he's, he's gone, and he won't be on that show again. You know, initially, when all this emerged, you know, Schofield made it clear that he felt he would be presenting the National Soap Awards next weekend, which he has presented for almost two decades non-stop. And he hinted that there would be other big TV projects in the pipeline with ITV. None of that has come to pass. I mean, I was told within an hour of that statement last week that he wouldn't be doing the Soap Award and he wouldn't be doing anything more with ITV and that he was quite deluded. That was what the word was on the inside track that I was hearing from TV people in London. So, look, it's hugely damaging for him. And I think ITV now will be trying their utmost path to, to stop that damage and the, the reputational damage that has hit Schofield from impacting on their brand. But there are reports this morning in British newspapers that ITV have lost about £2 million worth of advertising all over this. And I think questions as well about the judgment of senior leaders, management at ITV that launched an investigation that didn't really scratch the surface, and questions as well over Holly Willoughby. So it, it's a complete mess for ITV. It really is. Do you think Holly Willoughby can stand the heat or will she be axed as well? Look, she's a really sharp girl. I think she's very switched on. She's a good broadcaster. She looks fantastic. She has friends in all the right places. 
I think privately she will be very angry that her career is being threatened by his actions. I mean, for a man like Philip Schofield to come out and issue a statement saying that the relationship was not illegal, uh, I mean, it's absolutely staggering. This was a guy who was perceived to have been so squeaky clean. I mean, you've seen the car adverts that he was on the last two years, the wholesome image, the family man with the wife and children, um, and it's all imploded spectacularly. And I think Holly Willoughby, I think, holds quite a bit of power now with ITV bosses because if this morning is to survive, they really need her, but it all hinges on who they put with her now. Okay, so you believe that it can survive with her, her career can survive, that uh, she has not been too tainted by her association with Philip Schofield? No, I think she has played a clever hand. She's put the statements out. I mean, she must be mortified because she sat on this sofa with this guy for, what, 13, 14 years? She stood by him when he came out a couple of years ago. I spoke to people who were in the room at that time and they said you would have, the phrase that was used to me was that you would have needed a heart of stone not to have been touched by what he was saying and how he was left feeling and, and the kind of tension that was in the studio that day. That's what the phrase that was used to me. You would have needed a heart of stone not to have been touched by Schofield. And I think all the support that Holly Willoughby gave him, I think right now privately she would be very, very angry indeed because he lied to her, he lied to his family, he lied to the management and his reputation right now is in ruins. All right, his career effectively finished. Uh, Andrew Brady, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Terry Prone, Chairman of the Communications Clinic, columnist with the Irish Examiner. Terry, uh, where do we go from here? Where does ITV go from here? Or is it, in most people's minds, a big blob? And if there's something they like on it, they'll watch it. They don't care, really, if it's Channel 4, ITV or BBC. You go where the show you like is found. That is true to a certain extent, but reputation damage corporately is like a blood stain. It doesn't stay where it should stay. It begins to seep into everything else. And that's what ITV is looking at now, because first of all, you had a young man and we don't know whether it was when he was 15, 16, 17, who said at an awards ceremony that he loved Philip Schofield. And this went back up the ranks and ITV asked questions. Now, Then when he was working for ITV, this young man was moved to another department. Now, the minute that happens, as if you look at the Catholic Church, the minute you start moving people around, there is something going on. And for Holly Willoughby to accept that there was nothing going on when she was told first and then, then... When all of this family man stuff went down the tubes and he does this heart-rending thing on screen, for her to accept that in view of her previous knowledge of the Mm. incident with the young man, it reeks and it doesn't do her any good. One of the problems is if you are, for example, hosting an athletics programme, and you're looking at the 200, the 400, the 800 and so on, and you're commenting on it, and then it turns out that you're a doper. You're toast. That's it. You, you know, your your opinions are no longer of any value. If this morning was that family values show, and then Philip turns out to have a rather colourful private life, shall we say, to put it kindly, 
then he just cannot it, it cannot be sustained. But it's not just him and his his career is absolutely gone. And one wonders what on earth is the point of this statement that you read out. What did he think he was achieving by bad mouthing this? I think it was a handful he talked of people who had it in for him. Well, why did they have it in for him? What had he done on them that made them want to come out? Secondly, if you look at the people who have come out, one of them is a gynaecologist, I believe, certainly a hospital consultant who used to appear on the programme. This is not some venomous little person who has been uh, axed from the show. Are there difficulties, though, uh, you know, if you disapprove of someone's mm-hmm. conduct? And I'm presuming for a moment uh, that uh, any con- any conduct, misconduct, whatever you want to call it, happened when the individual was over 18. So you go to management and you say, I don't like the relationship between this older, you know, powerful figure and this younger um powerless figure in the organisation uh, I disapprove of it, of it entirely I mean in legal terms they're two adults Absolutely and the corporate morality and the private sexual morality have to be kept separate but the issue is also the power issue and the fact that this man had influence within the organisation and ITV, in retrospect, don't seem to have interrogated the thing as well as they might have. Now, we don't know all of this yet. The only winner so far, oddly, is the Daily Mail because the Daily Mail raised it early and it's understandable. I think today they have five separate pages on it. Um, They are saying this wasn't interrogated right And it certainly does affect the corporation. But the other thing and the rather more important thing is advertising money is what decides all of this. If you look, Pat, at any of the American television scandals of the last four or five years since Me Too started, really, it was when advertising money walked that Mm. the compare, the presenter, the facilitator, whatever they were, got fired. And similarly, um, I think Enda Brady said that two million euro had been lost or two million quid had been lost in advertising. Um, If you look at a company like Marks and Spencer that does a lot of sponsorship of Holly Willoughby's clothes for you, they're going to look and say this, whatever about the way it was investigated originally, now it's a seeping squalor. Do we want to put money into it? Um, Most of the the contracts that these presenters would have would be uh, some sort of admonition not to bring the organisation into disrepute. Mm -hmm. So they'd have no difficulty getting rid of Philip Schofield on that account. Uh, They normally pay them off, mind you. Um, They give them the full value of the remaining months of their contract. Um, But the the, the difficulty for management in dealing with issues that are raised in this informal way by, uh, as you mentioned, the gynecologist and Eamon Holmes, I think, said he uh, raised the issue is that, you know, in this woke environment in which we now live, maybe management felt their hands were tied, that you can't be actually interfering with people's private carry-on if they're adults. 
Yeah, I'm not sure that that's going to stand up. There's going to be, up to now, it has been the front of house people and the people who used to be front of house and the all of the people who were on screen. I think that this, there's going to be much more investigation. The classic thing, who knew what, when, and was there action that could have been taken? Because... Whatever about morality clauses and all that stuff that you find in those contracts, there has to have been a management possibility of saying, hang on a second, we have a presenter here who is actively selling family values and a grave suspicion that he is not manifesting those family values in his private life. We do need to talk to this man. Okay, so you can actually, even in this woke era, you can intervene if it seems inappropriate, uh, and that may not be illegal, inappropriate. However, if we're talking about someone who was a minor, at the time of any of this uh, kind of carry on whether there was grooming going on and that has been denied by Schofield then it becomes a different matter then it becomes a very different matter but he is not currently accused of that but nonetheless the the very fact of the relationship starting as early as it did and do you know the other thing pat when i am training corporations not that i'd get the chance to to do um the television company involved here but one of the things that astonishes me when they are dealing with reputation damage like this is how gullible they are. So you have stuff in the papers today talking about how Holly and everybody in the studio was deeply moved, moved even to tears when Philip announced that he was coming out on screen. Now come on, that doesn't prove anything, nor does it prove anything that, I mean, his response to, do you remember when they were accused of skipping the queue with the yeah. Queen? Again, he does this thing of hand on heart. I had to ask myself what would the Queen have wanted? <laughs> well, excuse me while I puke. <laughs> All right. On, on that note, Terry Prone, Chairman of the Communications Clinic and columnist with the Irish Examiner, uh, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.